You know why no good deed goes unpunished? Because this world is hell and you're nothing but a fucking spoiler. This is the Flix X-Raid Podcast, starting in 5, 4... Welcome to Flix X Raid. I'm your host, and I've been double crossed. My name is Tony, and tonight I'm joined by my guests. My guests. I don't know why I stuttered on that. Uh, currently in a bloodstained suit, Natasha. Uh, c'est très uh, fashionable, I think. And uh, wearing some very dapper camo knee-high boots. It's Ryan. Hola. And tonight we're going to be talking about. Ooh la la. Uh, but before we get into that, let's take a moment to get to know our guests. And the question of the night is, uh, if you were to take part in a heist, what do you think your role would be? Ryan? I would be the dumb muscle. Okay. The grunt. The grunt. I would be the grunt. I'd be the guy. Right. You hold a gun, you point at them, you make look th- look threatening. Then run I don't know, when Ryan, you need to I run. think you'd be the demolitions expert. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you'd be the demolitions expert, honestly. Your uh, history of uh, research and development and trying to blow things up at work already. Most <laughs> uh, of it is not trying to blow things up at work. Sometimes y- you it is actually it. trying. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You'd make a great demolitions expert. I trust you. Or a Natasha. very, very bad one, but you're not one of those for very long. <laughs> I know what you would be. Oh, what would I be? You'd be the charismatic person. The you'd charmer. Be, you'd be the charmer, the one who you'd just be the manages. Face. You, you're the face, the <laughs> the grifter, as it will. You you are the one who makes them open the doors without trying to hack anything. Yep. You're the one in the scene. <laughs> you know what I'd be. Or you'd be the plotter. Like, you'd be the guy who, like, stakes it out entirely before. That's sure. Her. Natasha would obviously be the driver, the getaway driver. Totally. I've seen how you drive. You'd be the getaway driver. Uh, excuse me. I'd be the mastermind and the getaway driver. <laughs> You'd be the guy in the van. <laughs> yeah. You're Not the like the, the tech guy in the van, but the guy in the van with like the headset and making all the calls ready to drive away at a moment's notice. Exactly. You're, you're like, like, okay, okay. Use them into it. Code Rouge. Yeah, no. Code Rouge. Code Rouge. What do you think happened to that dude? You know what? We'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, I'd probably be the mastermind. Yeah, you probably think he be the mastermind. still works there. I think he was just probably. trying to get paid for it. Like yeah, he got money to do what he did because yeah. they the the other techs like the other security guys knew him. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you. But I don't you think can all, always guy. get yourself in like a couple weeks early in terms of like um, getting set up and stuff like that, right? Like they knew that a big event was happening that night, so they are obviously looking for. Uh, stuff like that. Like at the Oscars, they hire people to fill seats just in case it's not full the whole way. Yeah. All right. So I can, I can uh, since we've all filler. named our heist positions, and before we get started talking about the movie, Missionary. which was my mistake, <laughs> uh, let's time for a synopsis in Starling. So I get to do this one, and of course, I made it a long one. Hit. 
So, <clears throat> Laura, a member of a crime ring, lifts an extravagant set of jewels from a model at a red carpet event. That's my accent. Is it bad? It's awful. Terrible. <laughs> I love you. But instead of splitting the loot with her partners, Laura flees while running from the crook she betrays. She comes across Lily, a woman nearly identical to herself. When Lily kills herself, Laura assumes her identity and starts life anew. But paparazzo Nicholas has been tracking her and may reveal all her dark secrets. This movie is directed by Brian De Palma and is starring Rebecca Romani as Laura slash Lily. Antonio Banderas as Nicholas, Nicholas, uh, Peter Co- uh, Coit, Co- Coyote, Coyote. Mm, Coyote. as Watts. I'm butchering these names tonight. You do every time. Yeah, don't you know, even. Don't even. Sometimes start with me. I do okay. Uh, Eric yeah, Ibuene okay. as Brad Pitt. as Black Tie, and Re Ramusen as Veronica. There, I managed to butcher my way through it. It's done. It's time for us to play a game. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Dun, 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 dun. I want to play a game. Oh, it's a game. A game specifically tailored for each participant. Let's have some fun. Yeah, let's okay. have some fun. Ladies, start your enjeans. I'm having a blast. This is the most fun I've had without lubricant. So you played recently? Game with drums. Yay. All right, oh. to change things up, because Tasha hates the other game. I hate the year game, okay? She hates the year game, which is great when we have distance people. We're going to be doing IMDb synopsis for femme fatale movies. Oh, shit. Okay, but, like, is it, like, the first, or is it a multiple choice? It's not a multiple choice. So it's the first person it's to say It's the first person to say it. Oh. Oh, shit balls. So... I figured Ryan has seen probably more of these than you have. Oh, more than likely. But, you know, you're in the room with me, so it's going to be both of you have handicaps. (laughs) Here's the thing, though, too, is going to be one of those things where it's like the synopsis is really very close for a lot of the ones that I can think of. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. So, yeah. So you guys get an example for zero points. We'll start off with the movie we just watched. Mm. And I want your best wrong answers. So a woman tries to straighten out her life, even as her past as a con woman comes back to haunt her. Ryan? Oh, I thought there was more. Pretty woman. (laughs) Natasha? Uh, And I'll get into why this is a wrong answer later. Femme fatale. (laughs) It's I have pretty feelings. accurate. I, I think feelings. Pretty Woman is actually a closer. Yes, it is. It straight up is. Yep. No, I. It's 100%. more realistic. Yep. All right, and now four points. Number one, a violent police de- police detective investigates a brutal murder that might involve a manipulative and seductive novelist. Um. A novelist. A novelist. That one's. So, can you read that again for me? A violent yeah. police detective investigates a brutal murder that might involve a manipulative and seductive novelist. Fuck, I don't know this one. Seductive the novelist is throwing me off. Yeah, that's what's got me. Like, I'm like. Um... 
when when you guys get this, you're gonna be like, oh man. It's kind of basic, but. And seductive. Oh, is it basic? Basic Not instinct. Yet. It's basic instinct. I never seen basic instinct. Ryan's for the first point. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, I we're didn't, off to I... a great start, Ryan. Yep. Number two, a bored married couple is surprised to learn they are both assassins. Uh, Mr. Mrs. Smith. Yes. <clears throat> Eight years after the Joker's reign of anarchy. Batman, with the help of the uh, enigmatic Catwoman, is forced from his exile to save Gotham City from the Batman returns. Oh, this is is Dark Knight Rises. Brian, you with the point. I am. I I never like. I don't keep up with those because there's just so many fucking Batman movies. I know, which is why I was like, I can leave Batman in there. I know. I was like, it's a Batman movie. No, the fucking Batman movie is on a different service. (laughs) I think I have that one on DVD. All right, probably (laughs) we do. A group of scientists try to track down and trap a killer alien seductress before she successfully... Species. Ghostbusters? Ryan with the point. (laughs) Ghostbusters? (laughs) You know... I have questions about the movies you watch. But you're not I've not seen the new Ghostbusters, though, so I can't say either way. I saw the woman... I saw the female cast one. All right. A covert... Counter uh, counter terrorist unit called Black Cell, led by Gabriel Shear, wants the money to help finance their war against international terrorism, but it's all locked away. Gabriel brings in convicted Oh, this is a swordfish. Yes, mm, I haven't seen that one either. Oh, what it has the best hacking scene in the world. But like, okay, what does a swordfish have to do with anything? Swordfish is the code name for the project. Okay, but like, why? Why didn't we pick something more fun like Weasel or something? <laughs> Pop goes the Weasel. <laughs> That's the name of my covert option uh, operation to backstab people. Because then I say Pop goes the Weasel when I kill you. <laughs> Break someone's neck and Pop goes the Weasel. <laughs> Man, this Hitman episode is really weird. <laughs> All right, number six. Two vicious steps siblings of an elite Manhattan prep school make a wager to deflower the new headmaster's daughter oh, shit. before the start of term. Oh, what, what the fuck is it called? I can see I can see them in my I can see the movie in my mind's eye, but for the love of Christ, I have no idea what it's called. Real joke. Oh, it's um Oh, what the fuck? It has uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar in it, and it. Ha- oh. Cruel intentions. Yes. Thank you. <clears throat> Son of a bitch. I'm, I'm so glad Natasha's giving me all the clues. Well, okay, I hope <laughs> one of us gets it, because I'm not going to get it at this point. I might as well let you get it. <laughs> Years after a friend and fellow agent is killed on a joint mission. Uh, sorry, fellow what? Agent. Okay. What do you think I said? Uh, uh, Asianist. And I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> a fellow Asian. Asian. <laughs> I was like, what? what? Are we being, we're not racist on this podcast. I better not have heard what I just thought I heard. A s- All right. I'm going to start from the top. <laughs> uh, years after a friend and fellow agent is killed on a joint mission, a secret space, space-based weapons program is stolen. James sets out to stop a Russian crime James. syndicate. From using the weapon. It's not Skyfall, is it? No, nope. not Skyfall. Meh. 
fuck? I actually know this one, don't I? I don't know this one. Mm, this would space be one you've probably thing. seen. Space alien space. tech is. Space. It's not Men in Black. Maybe Blade. Who knows? Blade Runner. No. Nope. I haven't seen the new Blade Runner. I don't know. The space tech is. I know it's like kind of difficult, but you guys will get there. When you do, it'll be solid gold. Oh, is it gold? No, it's not gold. Gold. It's not Goldfinger. It's not Goldfinger, no. Doom. Not gold member. It's not gold member, no. It's not Doom, no. Metal Gear Solid. It 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 Metal is definitely. Metal Gear Solid isn't a movie that like, just likes uh, it. What? Ryan is going through all Bond movies, and Tasha's like saying video game <laughs> movie adaptations. Yeah. But it's, well, it's Metal Gear Solid's also not. There's no movie Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid. I already said that one. Is not a movie. Yeah, but it's not a movie. Yeah, it's a video game. It just has seven hours of film in it. <laughs> I know you guys will get there. I don't know if I will get there. Um, I'm thinking. I'm like, I could. See I'm probably like the... thinking in the wrong direction. I'm scrolling. This is Cowboys like a versus Aliens. Like that's the visual image in my head no, right now. No, you guys are. Uh, like I said, Ryan, you were close with Bond. Oh. Mr. Bont. Bont. Like I said, when you guys get it, it'll be golden. Goldeneye? Yes. Thank you. That's not alien tech. Did I say alien tech? No. I said secret yes. space-based weapons program. It's, oh, it's, I thought you said alien yeah. tech. My bad. <laughs> All right. I haven't played that either. <laughs> or so, watched that either. <laughs> this, I don't think Tash will get this next one, but we'll see. <laughs> Samantha lives. Samantha Kane lives in a small town with her daughter. Oh, this ago. is uh, Long Kiss Goodnight. Yep. I would never have gotten that. It's the best Christmas movie out there. Hootwee. <clears throat> no, Krampus. Give me Krampus. After, number nine. After awakening from a four-year coma, a former assassin. Born Identity. Wreaks vengeance on the team of assassins who betrayed her. Oh, shit. It's um, Kill Bill. Atomic Blonde? Yes. Oh. Kill Bill. Right. Oh, I didn't even think about putting a Atomic Blonde on this list. That would have been a good that one. That would have been so good. She straight up is a femme fatale. No, <sighs> she's not. And I will explain no. why that's a thing. All right. Not really San Francisco one. private detective Sam Spade takes on a case that involves him with three eccentric criminals, a gorgeous lair, and their quest for a priceless statue with the stakes rising after his partner is murdered. <gasps> The gasp. I recognize the name, but I. I can't give you guys any clever clues that are word plays like it was with the like other ones. Right. It sounds like a "Where in the World Is Carmen San Diego" episode. Statue. It's a, a statue of a specific bird. Bird, 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 bird is the word. Anyways, um. Well, it's not the Maltese Falcon. It is the Maltese Falcon. Oh shit. Oh my god, it is! Oh my god, oh my god, it is. Uh, I feel so. I feel really dumb right now. All right, final one. Natasha has three points. Yay! Ryan has seven. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, number eleven. A married man's one night stand comes back to haunt him when that lover begins to stalk him and his family. Obsessed? No. Oh. So I married kind an axe murderer. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> that one was the sister. It's obsessed. And it was fatal for everyone. Oh, fatal uh, attraction. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations, Ryan! You're the pretty, pretty princess. Yay! In my <laughs> knee-high boots. In your knee-high camo uh, Louboutins. Why didn't they show her face at the? Well, I just anyways. Because of the reveal at the end. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but like we kind of figured it was her. Like, like we figured that the camo girl was the girl. We just. Mm -hmm. Like, why didn't they show us? Because that if, seems like for an artistic those who had, reason. Who hadn't figured it out, right? <gasps> so everyone, every one of them could go legasp, legasp, legasp. <laughs> Ryan, you, uh, you're the pretty, pretty princess. So you're gonna start us off with your two words to describe femme fatale. Um, can't use any of the words in the title, and can't use any hashtags. I'm saying that right now. Oh, okay. French prestige. And Natasha. Bullshit twist. <laughs> I think she had Bullshit that one lined up twist. during the she movie. Was like watching me. Yeah. Um <laughs> dream girl. <laughs> I hate you. Not actually, but like just because you. of the way that it works. I hate you. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> you are so lucky that Eric's sleeping in the other bed. <laughs> Why would you murder me? No, I'd make you go sleep in the other bed. Oh. And yeah, murdering <laughs> you would be. She'd have to deal with the body. I know. All right, so let's dig, let's dig into this because Tasha has a lot to say. Oh. Uh, I don't know if I have a lot to say. I've got just a couple of points. It's she's got some very voice words. I, very, very loud. Just very. Am loud. I loud? No. Uh, no. You I will mean, just say them very loud. That's true. I'll be like, <laughs> ah, utter bullshit. All right, why is it utter bullshit? Okay, um, I'm just going to like, all right. I don't even know where to start. You know when you have so much to say about something and you're like, where do I even begin with this? Okay. Well, that's what this movie start did. Start from the beginning. Is start they didn't, from. Yeah, they they didn't know how to end it, so they redid the ending. I know. What the fuck is that ending? But like, uh, okay, like, okay, here's the thing. I definitely enjoyed the like heist bit at the beginning it was really interesting there was a lot going on and like whatever I didn't care for the music choice in it I really wished it was either more playful or more intense not this weird mishmash in the middle because I didn't really know how to feel and it kind of took away from it you know how I love a good soundtrack that like doesn't take away from it mm -hmm. like I, I love soundtracks you don't even notice because they're so integrated in the movie that it's like you don't even notice its existence the second you notice a soundtrack unless it's invoking emotion it's awful and i it like it's kind of it's like lady hawk and the 80s synth for me okay like fuck this okay so the first bullshit is the music choice at the beginning that that's kind of a half bullshit okay. I, I wouldn't say that's a full bullshit <laughs> it's, it's a half bullshit it's a cow shit not a bullshit <laughs> <laughs> it's cow shit it's pig shit yeah, it's calf shit. It's but like, I thought shit. it was really interesting. Like, I thought it was really well done. I love this idea of like this woman seducing another woman, and then while they're having sex, like swapping out the jewels. But of course, it has to go wrong. Otherwise, why would there be a movie in this, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, cool. All right, I get it. Like, it actually was a pretty good solid opening because it gave us, um, it gave us an idea of all of our characters right mm -hmm. off the hop. Minus Antonio Banderas, but he gets introduced a little later. Pretty fast. It's like right afterwards when she's outside the church, he's taking photos of her. Yeah. So like. It, and it, in his awakening moment. 
so from a, a storytelling like moment i definitely very much enjoyed the beginning music aside okay although i will point out it didn't actually go wrong it went exactly to how she wanted it to go did she want him to get shot i don't i thought she yelled at him about the guns she didn't want him to get shot but mm-hmm. she definitely wanted it to go the way it went for her yeah where well, she yeah. N- no well i think yeah her it getting out alone wrong. was the goal yeah mm-hmm. yeah it needed to go wrong just nobody should have gotten shot which and is even weird then, because no go ahead no no you go i was going to say like at the reveal at the end, he was wounded. She could have killed him mm-hmm. and played it off as though the other guy did it. Right? The like the guard. guard? Yeah. yeah. Like she could have hid from that. Or at least, you know, like, and then and then the other guy wouldn't have known. That's true. He Because he was dying and... and then radio. Yeah. yeah. After she took off. So if she'd actually just killed him, done the deed. Yeah, it would have been a much shorter movie. Yeah, movie done. And Fair enough. But I mean, like, they still could have made a movie even if they did get away with the jewels. Mm-hmm. It's, it would be like Italian job where, like, there's, like, another double cross happening or whatever. Like, we could have definitely, like, whether or not this succeeded or not, it does set the stage for the story, which I appreciate. I just feel bad for Mario Guard. Oh, yes, the one who was pouring syrup all over this poor guy. Yeah. See, I thought it was when he was doing that, I was thought it was so that it would jam and the key would actually jam into something and get stuck and wouldn't actually open it. When I first saw him, I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Oh, like his plan Which was to actually good, like good idea too. now syrup comes off real fast. Key would have slid in almost. It would have acted almost like a lubricant. Hmm. See, I think all the sugar would have caused it to actually jam, right? Because that was honey, right? Not, no, it was syrup. And oh, um, see, I thought it was only... honey. No, it's <laughs> syrup, and it would have only done it if it had been exposed to air long enough to harden, uh, no, which in yeah. this case wouldn't have been the case. Yeah. But either way, to get the key, that was still good. I, I also like that he kept like leaning on things to like hide certain screens so no one else would see what was going on. So they didn't have to do any like technological hacks like now heist yeah. movies have. He just had to get his fat ass in the way. <laughs> no, it's more effective some days. Less trail. Throws his weight around a little bit. Yeah. I thought it was a solid opening. I, yeah. g- I genuinely thought it was it really kind of gave us the it gave us the scenery. It gave us who's who and what's what. It gave uh, what's-his-nuts uh, motive to come back as a character for us to care about him because he got shot and backstabbed. Yeah, and he went to yeah. prison for seven years. So that's cool. We know that she French has... prison. French prison, yes. Those are terrible. Um, you know, she had planned for it, but it kind of went sideways, making an enemy out of herself, even though, like, for herself, even though, you know, he whatever anyways the point is is that we get a really really nice good look at how these people interact because because her not being okay with the guns is actually it speaks volumes as to who she is as a person too she's not completely heartless yeah she didn't want to get anybody killed she just wanted to steal the jewels she just wanted to get rich i want to get rich too you know can't blame the bitch so Yep. 
And then I feel like the when the guy got out of prison or whatever and his buddy picks them up, I feel like that was very much like Ant-Man at the beginning. And, you know, the, the meme that's going around <laughs> that keeps getting updated with yeah. more and more shit. Not as cool as Ant-Man. <laughs> and, but, then, uh, and then... And that's only January. Um, <laughs> yep. Yep. But, yeah, no, that was also... I, I really liked that, too. Um, I also thought it was interesting because they hint at, but they don't actually like say that that moment in the plaza um where antonio banderas is first introduced and he takes that picture mm. is actually he says it he has a couple times later where he's leading to saying it where he says something like uh there's like weird little bits of dialogue so when the detective's yelling at him he's like you know you quit t- doing photography seven years ago and you know when he's telling the story to her and she cuts him off he go he was telling a story about this little plaza where he had a an enlightening moment seven years ago, so literally, yeah. um, that moment where he saw her and took her photo on the steps is the moment he's referring to. Right, but what made him stop in that moment? Did did he explain or just he never got a chance to explain? Every time he was about to explain, someone would cut him off. Okay, which probably was nice foreshadowing to the the twist. The twist. Ugh. It's la. Tony's so funny, though, because uh, so I speak French and I'm fairly fluent in it. And so I wasn't looking at the screen when they were having just like dialogue or something. And Tony's like, you're not watching. <laughs> I I am. I mean, I'm not, but I'm listening. <laughs> I can understand what they're saying, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, so it was pretty funny. All right. I like okay there's there's a lot of this this movie and its story is twisty and i know you hate the big twist but i like the one where she's trying to get away and she randomly goes to that one funeral that just so happens to be for like the husband which actually happened like i have to remember that that was still in the original timeline yeah like (laughs) so she randomly went to this funeral and randomly found basically what would have been her passport to get it because she needed a passport, right? It was yep. it was her out. It was the perfect yep. out for her. So, but she's not the type to watch a girl try and commit suicide out of grief. Well, she was in the original dream. That's because it's what she wanted. Mm-hmm. It's not like just because you dream about things doesn't mean you'll do that. That's fair. I dream a lot of things. I dream about killing people a lot. I don't do that. I feel scared now. <laughs> you say that. You don't kill them yet. I dream about being a dominatrix, but I'm definitely not one of those. <laughs> that would but be a good heist role, though. True. <laughs> It'd be like Mr. And Mrs. Smith. She was a dominatrix in that. That's true. She did use that role. But it's also super fortuitous that, you know, there's this passport and a plane ticket and a to gun. To America, yeah, and a gun. And then on the plane, it's, oh, we uh, your ticket was ac- accidentally double booked. Here, you're first class now. That's something she wished would happen, I'm sure. Yeah, but apparently did happen. But the life of a thief. No, it didn't happen. No, no. So that was after. It, it could have happened. It could have happened. That was after, because the, the dream starts when she's in the tub, right? Mm-hmm. So technically, none of that happened. Oh, I think you might have missed the the thing. 
the what thing. So in the flash forward, yeah. there's one shot where it goes the new senator, and it's a picture of him with the other girl and three kids. Oh, I. Oh, they do mention yeah. That. The seven years later, they're meeting. Oh, at see, the I seven years later, completely missed that. So she still meets him, okay. and they have three kids together, which is really cute and really convenient. And yeah. the and the that's the guys show up right because that's seven years later because he gets out of jail. Yeah. yeah, and then he dies. Well, but I mean, like at the same time, I think she would be smart enough to realize that like that guy would probably be put away for about seven years. Like, you know, if you're or look th- up with this trial. Yeah, and also at the same time too, like no, because she wouldn't have time to look it up before she had her dream kind of thing, right? So if we talk about prior knowledge before she goes in, it's like okay, she's likely to she's like if they mistake her for someone else, she could steal her passport if it if it's nearby, and she could get away, and that'd be great. Well. Well, if she decided to fly America because she is American, that makes sense. You know, it's wishful thinking to say that she'll want to be she'll get move up to first class, which is really nice because a lot of times, unless you've had the huge payload or a actual passport, you ride coach, you know, like so there's just it's like little things like when you think about it, it's like in order for to her to have dreamed that it took seven years for this guy to get out. It means she had to do a research in terms of uh, the when you do jobs like this, hence why I'd be the mastermind. You would research things like if we get caught, what's at stake? Okay, I'm not trying to discredit that, but I from the way this plays out. There's things that sh- in the dream happen mm-hmm. that she couldn't predict. It, yes, but at the like she really couldn't. But that doesn't mean it happened. But we know that the the girl took the plane and got bumped to first class because she met the dude. So you're saying she's psychic? That's the thing. That's the question, right? Is this next all over again, or is that what it is? The yeah, knowing. It's knowing. No, no, it's next. No, no it's knowing. Knowing, knowing, knowing is different. Oh no! Yes, yes, knowing aliens. That's what it is. It's na- oh fuck that movie. Okay, fuck knowing no is aliens. the ending of knowing is aliens. aliens. Waking up from a dream. Fuck all of it. Like, ugh. okay. Sidebar, real quick. I just want to say that I'm really glad that Nicolas Cage is like embracing his Nic- Nicolas Cage isms. His Nick Nick Cage. And he's rage. just being himself now. Like he actually refers to it as the Nicolas Cage rage or whatever. Cage rage. Cage rage. Um, you know, like. I have to like give the man props, okay? As much as I rag on his movies, like he knows what he is. True. And he's sticking to it and he's collecting paychecks and he's richer than I could ever be. Okay, so you think it's a just a dream sequence and it's not her predicting the future. I don't know, okay? I think it's I think it's a lot. I think it's a crock of bullshit because I I hate this fucking twist, okay? I hate this twist. It's like Trope number one to avoid is it was all a dream sequence, okay? Mm -hmm. There is no other hint in the entire movie that she is psychic. No other hint. So it's not like, like, there's no reason for that to have, like, been a thing. And, Ryan, you said it in the warm-up when we were getting into here where you were like, they didn't know how to end it, so they decided to add a twist or something, like the deus deus ex machina. It's if this is a thing that I remember hearing a long time ago is if you don't know how to end it, uh, put the end at the beginning, which essentially this is kind of the same thing. Tarantino is, the is at the end, right? <laughs> yeah, well, this true. is the beginning at the end, right? So it's like, oh shit, we don't know how to end it. We'll like, just Tarantino, put the beginning the at the end. Oh yep. god. So, just from a storytelling perspective, like. If you didn't, if you weren't already established, okay, you know what? Never mind. I was, I was going to go on a rant about how, like, 
people who would write this in their stories like would never get published or never get like picked up for things. And then I remember Fifty Shades of Grey was published. So I can't say that. (laughs) I can't. Twilight was published. The Angel Who Wore Fangs was published. And because of that, I can no longer say things like if you wrote that, you wouldn't get picked up. And I think that's bullshit. So well, I think just because it doesn't does well doesn't mean it's good. There's true. a lot of bad art out there that sells for a lot of money. But there's a lot of good art out there that nobody picks up or takes a chance yep. on. So they changed the title to this movie because this movie was originally supposed to be called Deja Vu. It, yes, but that would give away the twist. Uh, yes, and there was a Denzel Washington movie that came out that was in production at the same time that had that title oh yes 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 that I was about that. a guy who who did have premonitions okay it was like next before next and was uh denzel washington right see i would watch that i i would watch that i enjoyed deja mm, vu it's cool. a good it's a good movie um so they had to change the title and change it to femme fatale because again if you said deja vu and you're watching this entire movie through and you're like where's the deja vu and then it happens it's like oh you're expecting twist. the twist your twist is revealed right yeah so I get like it feels like an afterthought the ending, but it was definitely intended mm-hmm. from the beginning because like that was what yes. it was originally called. But you can write a well. This is the you can write yourself into a corner before you start filming. <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like I'm like Anna Kendrick in the first Pitch Perfect right now, where like Jesse's trying to like get her into these movies that he really likes, and she just is like. Yeah, like that's stupid. Like, uh, Vader in German means father. His name is literally Darth Father. You know, like I just feel like I'm that person right now, and I'm just like, I like it, but I could get bored of myself real fast if I keep doing this. All right, I think it's time for us to play game number two. The price is wrong, bitch. Show me the money. Show me the money. Now you've had enough. Thank Christ. It's time for us to play The Price is Right. So, Ryan, you won the first game, so you're going to be starting us off. Uh, we all know how the game is played. However, just for the sake of uh, new audience members, if you're there, hello. Uh, I'll explain the rules. So the way this works is I have a bunch of numeric categories. I'm going to get them to try and guess it. Price is Right rules, uh, which means close without going over gets a point. If you get a bang on, it's worth double points. And if you guys are both over, we'll continue with the same category. But we'll flip who starts. Ryan won the first game, so he's going to start us off with what do you think the budget for this movie is in millions, not thousands? $52 million. 5 2 from Ryan. Natasha? $25 million. $25. Somebody got the point. It's Natasha. Oh. Uh, actual budget is $35 million. Okay, I wasn't too far off. Just $10 million. It's nothing. Oh, that's nothing. That's Peanuts. pocket change. Yeah, like our lottery is more than that right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so next up, Natasha, you're starting us off. What do you think domestic box office is? So this is everywhere in North America. Millions, not thousands. Millions, not thousands. 62 million. 62. Ryan? Eight. Eight. You're both over. I was way over. Jesus Christ. It's less than eight. Holy shit. Ryan, starting us again. 2.3. 2.3. Damn it, I was going to say 2. We can um, still say 2. I know, but like, <laughs> that's really like... <laughs> that's giving her like a 0.3 window. 
a point two window. Right. Can't do that. Uh, I'm going to say four. Four. Natasha, you get the point okay. because it was 6.6. 6. Oh, you were really close the first time, Ryan. Just a little over. You know, a couple million. Just yeah, just a couple million. mil. Yeah. You know, uh, the cost of a soda, according to Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, next category, foreign box office. Ooh. So, I think uh, I'm starting this time. Ryan, uh, no, yeah, you're starting this time. Foreign box office. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say 12 million. One, two, Ryan. I'm going to go 32 million. 32. Guess what, guys? What? Both over. Son of a bitch. Less than 12. Like, soda less. Soda less. <laughs> All right, so starting over, Ryan. Um, 2.7. Natasha. Six. Natasha, with another point, Woo. it was at 10.2, which means this has a total uh, box office run of 16.8, which is a $18.1 million loss. <gasps> this bombed. Uh... So knowing that its total domestic run was 6.6, how much was its opening weekend, Ryan? 6.6, you said? Is it mm-hmm. uh, over... Millions or thousands? Millions. Okay. Two. Natasha. I was going to say one. <laughs> you going to go with one? Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I'm going to go with one million. Ryan gets the point because it's 2.7. Nice. Uh, so I'll give Ryan double points on that one because I normally just ask for the Yeah. Nice. All right. Nice. Nice. So yeah, one third of its entire oh box God. office. Was its I'm not weekend. surprised. And it opened in a thousand uh, theaters. So it had a decent run. It's not mm-hmm. like it was like. Two but it only ran for three months, or uh, no, not even. It was like two months. I'm not surprised. Or something like that. I'm not surprised. All right, next up, Cotton Ramado ratings. Natasha, you're starting us. Uh, I'm oh, gonna critic rating. Critic rating. I'm gonna say thirty-two. 32. Ryan? 42. 42. The number of the universe is going to take it. It's 49. Oh, okay. I was like, I can't remember what the... I had a moment of like, you know when you're just like, you know a piece of information, but the recall is gone and you're like... Yep. Wait, what's... I knew knew there was a four in it. (laughs) I literally had to pull up my phone and start Googling Pitch Perfect to remember Anna Kendrick's name. And I got to PIT, and then my brain figured it out, and I was like, well, that was a waste of, like, you know, 10 seconds. The reason 42 is the answer to the universe. Is- I know. I know what it's from. It was just one of those. No, no. Do you know why? No. Oh, so a 42 is an asterisk. In, in uh, ASCII. Yeah, an ASCII. And an asterisk could mean anything. Yeah, okay. That makes Okay. All right. I got it. All right. I'm here. <laughs> Some days. All right. Next up. Audience rating. Ryan, you're starting. 68. 68. Natasha. 45. 45. Natasha with the point because it is also 49. Are you kidding me? Oh, really? They're both oh, wow. the same. You know, and it's really funny because I was I was gonna try I was I was gonna try it and be like, oh we're gonna do 49. And I was gonna be cheeky about it, and I was like, nah, it can't be. There's no way. I got the audience would have rated this higher. Uh Final category, Natasha's up by a single point, and Natasha's starting us. IMDb rating. 
Ooh, uh, that I'm going to say 52. 52. Ryan? I was going to say 52. <laughs> I can't say 52. I will say 53. Uh, you bastard. Well, Ryan, you get to keep the uh, proverbial crown because Natasha's wearing the real one because she just put it on when we got in the room before we even started recording. Uh, because you tied the game. So Ryan is won the first game, tied the second game. Natasha's looking very unhappy about it. Uh, but what was yeah, the actual score on that one? 62. 62. So. I was going to say 62 too, and I doubted myself. <laughs> I should never doubt myself. Yeah, you shouldn't doubt yourself. I just overthink I, everything. I can do that for you if you want. We can do it together and yeah, get nothing done. You doubt done. me and I'll doubt you and then it'll be basically... No, we net. doubt ourselves just enough, okay? Like, we don't need <laughs> other people to doubt us. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. All right, so let's talk... We talked a little bit about... A lot about the beginning and the jump seven years forward. But we haven't really talked about the the meeting of essentially our two characters, which are Antonio Banderas and... Um, I are we talking, like, right at the end? The other there? one, Rebecca. Rebecca. Or, yeah. Oh. Uh, the Antonio main character and, and then the other guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm talking more so like when he takes the photo of her and he's super stealth about it is like the blind homeless man. Mm, yeah, that was really good. That was really well done, actually. Yep. But Solid. like, I've heard it, it, tales of what things people will do to get those photos. I, but you know, it was on the phone though. Like it sounded like he'd been a paparazzi for seven some years. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing yeah. is like that. After that, when they did this, like, yeah, that makes sense that he would know a lot of those tricks. He And that's why he needed to know the schedule, right? Yeah. Well, and even then, though, like, I mean, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. Yes, I agree with you. But he takes the photo, which is kind of where we start to get some unraveling of her story. Yes. Because he takes that photo, he runs away, and then we find out that the photo gets published in that the scene where the girl, where Ryan's character... Uh, the girl in the knee-high camo Louis Vuittons. Louis Vuittons. Louis Vuitton. Sorry. My, uh, Louis Vuitton ripoffs. in those Louis Vuittons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's being chased because she stood up for her meeting. Hmm. And she has the case with her, which has all the money. Which did you she don't... have the case in the dream sequence? Uh, yes, she did. Because you made a comment. You're like, it's a bomb. <laughs> oh, yes. Because she had it in <laughs> yes. the ammo bag. In, the in camo the giant bag. bag. Yeah. And I was like, sh- and then I saw her running out. But because we hadn't seen her face yet, I actually thought it was the main character planting a bomb so that she could do something else. Like, I legit thought that that was a bomb. And that's why she was hiding the case in the camel bag and then slow motion running away is very typical in explosions where you want your main character to look super cool. Mm -hmm. I expected her to like whip off the hat and do like the hair shake and like walk away. But that was not the case. No. Instead, we watch uh, our two villains, black tie and wetsuit. Is that their names? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) I think wetsuit actually had a real... I'm going to look this up because we're done the thingy-majiggy. The thingy-majiggy? The, the game. I'm going to look it's this up because I thought it's he actually game. had a oh, name. It's a game. Black Tie's name was Black Tie, mm-hmm. but the other wetsuit I thought actually had another guy. No, it, sorry. Yeah, you're right. It's Wet Blanket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember huh. what his name was. Racine. Just... 
Yeah, yeah but he was called Wetsuit in the original heist. Racine. Yeah. Yeah, and I do actually remember them calling him Racine. So, but yeah, it was like they chase her out. And, you know, there's that fight and we see like the, the gate come down and it's all fucking spikes. And you're like, hey, well, the horror movie in us is all like, no, they're going to throw seen her Final on Destination. Spikes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've all seen Final Destination. We know two. Final, is it two that has the logs at the back of two. the truck? Yeah. Number two. Final Destination the, yeah. two. The first one is the plane. The second what? one is the logs. And the third one is the roller coaster. Oh, okay. What's the fourth I one? I haven't seen the third one. I don't remember the fourth one. I only saw the And then the fifth one. one that's just called Final Destination. Mm-hmm. We they they gave up all pretense, okay. And then the sixth. It was one. apparently the final final destination, which it wasn't. <laughs> and then there was a sixth one. I feel like this yeah. is, follows down the same route as Saw and Fast and Furious. A little bit, but you know, and we see her get thrown in front of that truck. And I'm like, no, because mm-hmm. if it's her girlfriend, it's like, no, her girlfriend, no. But then that place, there's so there's a trope, okay, like technically would this qualify for this trope so there's a trope that um if there is a lesbian relationship a that gay the, relationship or any guy. kind of gay relationship in a movie book whatever that the lover dies as a plot point for the main character that's gay or not or the character that is maybe not main character but the character that we're focusing on and, and supporting in this moment they um they get a bunch of grief from their partner's being murdered or killed or whatever but technically it didn't happen she never it not only does it not happen but she doesn't get the grief i guess like i don't know it's like does it count because technically it was shown for like most of the movie that was the thing that happened and on top of that it was an ex-lover yeah they basically were splitting ways after splitting the money well even then she'd be gone for seven years and remarried or gotten married to uh what's his face oh yeah i guess hey yeah, so they had like, pieced out for seven years. Well, she this she was moving the the diamonds over that course of time for not suspicion, right? Yeah, like that that was mm-hmm. her job in the con. Yeah, right. And at this point, you're not supposed to know that that thing is full of money either, right? Because no. you're not no. Or you just it's think a, it's a bag or something. Yeah, it was a giant bag, and I know fashion has like giant bags, but like at the same time, that bag was suspiciously large. It also wasn't a bag it was a sack it was yeah. a camo sack it, it might as well had dollar signs on the side of it <laughs> i guess i thought it was a bomb okay so i figured i figured it was i figured it was part of the deal gone bad i didn't right, figure out so when we do our heist was. guys i want to like rob a bank but i actually want to use big bags that have dollar signs on <laughs> like monopoly yeah yeah. I Come know. on, that'd be hilarious. It's hilarious. It no, you got to rob a Canadian tire and just fill it full of Canadian <laughs> tire money. No, no, because oh, Canadian Lord. tire is now a digital currency, like Bitcoin. Gross. Uh, yeah, but un- unlike digital currency, it's actually backed by real <laughs> currency, yes. which is backed federally. Yes. Is it, though? Which one is? Sorry, which one? Canadian tire Canadian money. tire. It's Canadian tire federal? money, the... So the the uh, the money in the currency in Canadian tire currency is uh, representative of, of a Canadian dollar or a Canadian oh. cents. Now it's a, a a private company doing that, mm. but technically, it, if they're doing that, it is backed and representative of a. All right, so we need to get some Canadian currency. tire money. Excuse and me, I'm, I'm trying to listen to this. Please continue, Ryan. <laughs> No, it's it's just it's 
Bitcoin is value is Canadian Bullshit. Tire's no, value no, is that. determined by. I just didn't hear the, the last word that you were. You were like, it's a it's a private company, and then you were kind of. Oh, it's uh, a private company, but it's that is basically enforcing the value of the Canadian Tire money, but right. it's technically representative of a uh, federally backed currency. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, and just so that like anybody who's not a Canadian listener, we have a store and it's called Canadian Tire. And every time it's kind of like Walmart, but like without the clothes, it's more like. Um, oh, they sell clothes there. Yeah, because they bought I mean, marks. They, it's like I Walmart guess. without the food and more yeah. car yeah. stuff. It's, yeah, it's like Walmart Much without more car food stuff. and and without like the the huge clothing displays like there's a sports section the car stuff basically takes up half of the store and then you got your like appliances and all hockey. that stuff it's, it's like huge it's kind of like a cabela's yeah it's like a cabela's but like small walmart yeah it's like a, yeah. it's a, if cabela's and walmart had a canadian baby this is canadian tire <laughs> and so for every dollar that you spend you get a certain amount in what's called canadian tire dollars or like this canadian tire money so that you can come back and like which are physical bills yeah they used to be physical bills they're not anymore but yeah. they were they used to give you like colored paper that was representative of currency that you could come back and like so it's like a point system but they gave you like physical canadian tire money to come back and spend it yeah but it was like cents i i still remember like there's five a story. cent bill yeah like a yeah. 10 cent bill and the and i saw a dollar bill once bill. i saw, you saw a dollar bill yeah, yeah. they had one dollar and two dollar bills i've never seen a dollar bill you can get them yeah, you gotta out. spend a lot oh i guess yeah that's fair like you i think they want to be like a, hey uh, i have like you know a bunch of five cent ones can i have a dollar one and they'll give you a dollar one nice yeah. I, uh, um, I, I saw a story once a about a guy who impressive. bought a riding lawnmower with only Canadian Tire money. <laughs> that yep. takes commitment. So it was like a $700 purchase for, with just Canadian Tire money. And the funny thing is, though, is that in most Canadian Tires, right by the door, there's like a charity where you could like <laughs> donate for like food for the homeless or for children's or something. And most of us just shove this like colored <laughs> paper in there because that's what they're wanting. They just want the scent. Like it's for Canadian Tire money. Yeah. And if you don't want to bother keeping track of like a billion five cent bills you could just throw it in there and feel good about supporting some children or something and what canadian tire does is they whatever money in canadian tire money that's in there is they just donate that in real dollars yeah and then they no, they give all the orphans (laughs) all the orphans canadian tire money yo (laughs) you're homeless you're homeless we sell sleeping bags Here's we sell energy bars for when you're hiking in the middle of the Canadian <laughs> wilderness. Yeah. Uh, Have a sleeping bag, child. Yeah. We've gone on a tangent. I know. I think we've talked more about Canadian Tire now at this point than like most of what we've talked about. Well, yeah, this, this is going to be an interesting like, cutout. This this movie <laughs> is full of like artsy, as Tasha said. She's like, this is too artsy. <laughs> literally Natasha goes this is too artsy for me to follow like I get it I understand but like this is stupid <laughs> it was very slow paced I like a slow burn though I love a slow burn but don't fuck me around but it can't be around. too artsy no just don't fuck me around okay just like show me some cool shots this just like I felt like they were just jerking me around it was just a circle jerk of like artistic people being like yeah that looks good huh like the, no. the the part where I actually like I, I was kind of in and out the beginning of the, the heist I was in and then yes. when she was in the bathtub the first time 
Yes. Um, and they started to lose me because it's like, who the fuck is this family? What are we doing? Why did she look like her? This is just weird. How did and I also like straight up and I thought Antonio Banderas was like in on it because he took that photo. So I was very confused for a long time as to like, like I thought maybe he was looking for her because he knew who she was or something. Yeah, same like, here. Same here. I thought that they the guys were already on to her. Like they didn't ha- didn't get arrested. Right. Or that, then, you know, like that the, they like Antonio Banderas was working for those two guys to like track her down and found her or something. Um, yeah. So and then it started to lose me and then she gets whatever and then it does the seven years and then Antonio Banderas is back, back and I'm like, OK, so what's I really started to turn around when the con of the fucking around with him. Yes. Like just screwing started him over. to actually really happen. Um of the, I'm going to commit suicide, but I'm not really committing suicide, and I am setting you up f- to take this major fucking fall. Yeah. Of so like, I can get that. I thought was really well done. Uh, you know what, too, and and I, I'm just gonna like, I'm just gonna launch into it. Let's do this. Okay, she's not a femme fatale. Mm-hmm. That is literally the only point of this entire movie of when she's fucking him around that makes her a femme fatale. But she didn't do it. So she's not actually a femme fatale. I actually think, and this is why I said at the beginning that it's actually the wrong answer because she's not technically a femme fatale. She's actually what is a trope called the heroic seductress. And it's usually somebody who's like morally gray and only like uses it to further herself instead. And so it's like uh, they'll do anything to achieve a goal. Black Widow is actually um, an example of a heroic seductress where she can use her wiles and her body and stuff like that to do, like according to the comics, of course, um, that um, she can use that to achieve her goal. I actually think based on the fact that she didn't want guns involved, that she couldn't let this girl commit suicide, like she's actually not a femme fatale per se like she's actually not a bad person she's Mm -hmm. a thief and she's doing what she has to do to survive but she doesn't want anyone to get hurt Mm -hmm. she's a con artist she's a con artist she's not a murderer she's a con artist she talks her way in the door yeah or she um, she manipulates her way in and out she's a con person she's a con artist okay Mm -hmm. that is literally what she she's not a femme fatale a femme fatale is usually a murderer and uh or is like using her like yes what she does to Antonio Banderas at that point, that may, that is a femme fatale action, but that's it. The rest of the movie, she's not a femme fatale. That was also a backup plan because she thought, like she expected him to betray her. Like that was her yeah. backup plan was to kill him. Like, I think if he had not betrayed her, she would have ran off with him. Yeah. Or at least conned, con like conned him later. Yeah. And disappeared from him. Yeah. Yeah. He, right. It was uh, one of those things where she was conning him into either being her accomplice or being her patsy. Yeah. 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 And and that is the only thing in this entire movie that makes her a femme fatale. Otherwise, if you take that little bit out, that little storyline out of there, she's literally conning to get her way, her goal, which is to be safe from these bad guys. Actually, if you take the part out where she shoots her husband and shoots him. Yeah, that's literally it. That's it. Because otherwise she's using sex to further her goal, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily make her femme fatale because she didn't kill anybody until that moment. Yeah. So actually, I, this if it if you wanted, Deja Vu would have made a better title, but that also would have spoiled the twist. This should have just come up with a different name in general because she's not a femme fatale. Mm-hmm. Heist, French connection. Oh, no, wait, that one's been done. Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I just wanted to put that. To Paris with love. There. Oh, no. Fuck. That's yeah. also been done. The tourist? Oh no! No no! Also been done. Yeah. All right. Salt. Anyways. (laughs) Ocean's Eleven. I mean, what? (laughs) I mean, I think it's time for game number three. We. Mediterranean Two, I guess technically, because they're in France. All right, so it's time for us to play the Awesome Lodge Word Game. Excellent. Is France is Mediterranean? No. It's is it not on the... Mer- right, no. it's on... It's Other side. Spain. Is the European... Yes. Yes. Spain's on the Mediterranean. It's across the bond from the Britain. Right. I forgot. Across the, United, the channel. Across the channel from United Kingdom. The pond actually refers to the Atlantic Ocean. Fine. It's much bigger than a pond, though. I don't know why, okay? <laughs> I don't make up these rules. But the Atlantic Ocean is you actually referred to as Someone the pond. Someone probably jokingly like called it a pond, and then it just kind of like took off. They're like, oh, yeah, just across the pond. And everybody was like, because <laughs> it takes weeks to get over there. And then it just kind of caught on. They're like, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a joke at the America's the pond. It's like the flat earthers. If we just keep saying it, eventually everybody's gonna believe it. Right. Well, it's 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 interesting too. Like the study of slang is always fun. But anyway, game number three. It's the Awesome Lodge word game. Uh, So the way this works is, I have in front of me four different movie categories. Uh, Ryan has won the first game, tied up the second game. So Natasha gets the advantage in this uh, round. She gets to pick. Her category and Ryan's category, and Ryan has to go first. I am ready. So the four categories are movies ending with it was all a dream. Lame. Or was it? <laughs> movies with Antonio Banderas. Ooh. Movies Ooh. with heists. Ocean's or Eleven. 2002 12, box office topping movies. So while Natasha ponders which one she wants and which one she wants to give to uh, Ryan, I'm going to quickly explain how it works. I have two minutes on a clock. I'm going to get you guys to name the 10 movies I've already put into these categories. I cannot use any words in the titles. I can't use any actors' names, director names, or character names. So, Natasha, mm. which category do you want to give to Ryan? What was the third category again? Heist. Dreams, Antonio Banderas, Heists, or 2002? Let's do Antonio Banderas for Ryan. All right. And I want 2002 box office. Because I'm not good with heists, and I really hate it was all a dream movies. <laughs> they they've pissed me off so much. They just take away all the growth. All right, so I'll talk Ryan, about that after, are you ready for Antonio Banderas? Sure. Well, I guess I am. If he shows up, <laughs> hey All right, here we go. Starting in three. Two, one, go. All right, so this one is uh, he's taking over for a guy who wears a black thing on his face. Zorro. Uh, yeah, but what's the black thing on his face? The mask of Zorro. Yes. Uh, the unlucky number? 13. Uh, uh, 13 and, warrior? Yep. Uh, you start off a fairy table with these words. Once upon a time in Mexico. Yes. Nice. Uh, James Bond is a... Secret agent. What's another word for secret agent? 
Uh, oh, Spy Kids? Yes. Nice. Um, this one has a very grumpy green man, and it's the sequel. A grumpy green man? In yeah, he sequel. wants people out of his swamp. The l oh, Shrek 2? Yep. Okay, <laughs> uh, so if there was, like, two people, in like me and someone else, but it wasn't me, there's this uh, person beside me. He's uh departed? Nope. He's <laughs> not departed. Uh this word is uh <sighs> Okay, there's another movie that has the two guys movie. who are wanted to be cops. This one's hard. I'm going to move on. Uh okay. this one's about a famous artist, a female artist who has a unibrow. Oh. That one I don't know. Skip. Um if you're really begging someone to go out with you, people would call you... Pathetic? Another word for pathetic. Starts with a D. Oh. Desperate? Desperado? Yep. That's, yep. Uh, this is a city. Uh, this is a movie about a gay man who gets AIDS. Philadelphia? Yes, time. Oh, he's in Philadelphia? Yeah, he's the uh, oh, Tom love Hanks it. lover. Aww. I haven't seen Philadelphia in so long. All right, long. so the one that I struggled with is The Other Man, which oh. it's like, those. that's, yeah, that's hard. Good luck. I don't know. Uh, I didn't get... Frida is the one that Ryan skipped, and we no, didn't no. get to Ruby Sparks. So, Ryan, you got seven. We Good job. Oh, man, those aren't even the other movies of Antonio de Bend... La, 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 ones that I know him in. He was in the... Uh, uh, I loved him. With the Assassins. Stove, oh. Stallone. Yeah, I thought about putting him in it, in that one. And He's also in the Expendables also, three. And the uh, the Expendables three and four, I think. Is there Expendables? Uh, there four? is no four yet. Okay. He's probably gonna be in four. All right, Tasha. <laughs> My turn. Let's jump back to two thousand two. Oh God. All right. I was pretty pimply at that point. <laughs> Are you ready? As ready as I'm gonna be. All right. So here we go. Starting in three, two. One. This is the first movie in a trilogy about some little people. Lord who... of the Rings. Yes, the first uh, one. The Fellowship of the Ring. Yes. Uh, all right. So this is the prequel to the sequel of your favorite movie. Prequel to the sequel. It, uh... It's about a guy who is a bug <laughs> ruler. A bug ruler. Yeah. Oh, you know. Um. Is a wrestler. Was the star? Are we talking about Star Wars? Nope. Oh. We're talking oh, about your favorite movie. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. The pre prequel. The Scorpion King. Yes. The prequel to the sequel. Okay, I got you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right. Uh, the opposite of white. Black. Okay, this is a bird of prey. Black Hawk Down. Yep. Uh, this is a time period that was really cold. Yeah. Ice Age. Yes. Um, this is where you go to in a house if you're really rich and people break in. Panic room. Yes. Uh, this is a guy who likes to crawl on walls and wear red and blue. Yep. Uh, what's the opposite end of a sword from the hilt? So you have a sword. Yeah. It's got a hilt. And what's the other part? The blade. Okay. The sequel. Oh, what? Blade. 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 Trinity. No. Blade 2? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I thought there was a name for it, okay? When you add things together, you get the... Some. Okay, that's the first word. 
Uh, it's four words, and the last word is uh, if you're really scared, it's a. If I'm really scared. What's another word for scared? Frightened. Uh, close. Starts with an F. Four letters. Fear. Mm-hmm. So. Some of all fears. Yes. Uh, this one is one I bitch about all the time, but uh, crop circles are. Signs. Yep. Uh, this is a poor dude who becomes suddenly really rich. Big Daddy? Mm, same actor time. Shit. Uh, Mr. Deeds. Yes, I was just about to say Mr. Deeds. Nine out of ten. hey <laughs> The nice. sum of all fears. I was like, this is going to be... <laughs> we can do this! We got to work for it! <laughs> yeah, that one. That one's... I'm impressed you got that one. That one's hard. Uh, I've never seen it, but like... The thing is, is that a lot of movies I know the title of only because I live in this house, but I've never seen it. So if Tony can, like, Tony knows that unless I've seen it, if he focuses just on, like, how to get the me words. to guess the names of the word, like, just the words, then I Do you I, even know I what usually... that one's about? No. Oh. Okay. I have no idea what it's about. It's about a Another nuke podcast. going off in, U- in the U.S. Huh. Uh, I didn't know that. I just, I knew of its existence. All right. So, Natasha earned the pretty pretty princess crown Yay! which she took off because i called her out on it oh. but now she's earned it it was lonely nobody's been wearing it it's true pandemic times i know it's been two lonely years for this crown all right so uh let's talk about we you know we've talked about the end a lot can we can we talk about this please can we talk about the end for the love of all that is fucking holy i okay here's why i fucking hate dream sequences okay the whole movie okay we care about these characters because we see growth we see adversity we see people have to make hard decisions in this case we got to see her like she watched someone commit suicide she um you know married a guy that she obviously doesn't love and then she found antonio banderas and then like she has to manipulate him and we see all this growth and we see her like running away from the past and we're like "Ooh, will she make it or won't she make it and it's like we're following them and we're we're, we're rooting or maybe we're not sure if we should be rooting for this character or not like and all this growth has happened antonio banderas is now like caught up in something he's obviously an innocent well he's not that innocent because he's a paparazzi but like he's obviously a lot more innocent than like you know, somebody else um, or like the bad guys or her for that matter. Right. And so Mm -hmm. when I think about um, this movie and I see her become this femme fatale and be pushed to the brink of what she is willing to do to live. But then at the last moment, she gets thrown over the fucking bridge railing. And I'm like, oh, my God, like she's going to fucking die because like like I actually Tony laughed because twice I was like why are they throwing her over railings they need to know where the location of the diamonds are and they keep throwing her over the railing and so it's like I'm like is she gonna survive this I think she'll survive this that would be great like maybe she was faking being out or something like I don't know like I was waiting for an ace in her pocket to get her out of there maybe it was faked with Antonio Banderas because she knew something bad was gonna happen with her security dude like there were so many things that just could have like come together in this beautiful catacomb Cataclysmic climax that leaves us gasping and panting and that's what I did last night but like here we are and so for it to be a fucking dream sequence completely undoes all of that mm-hmm. she didn't go through that she didn't do that she didn't make the connection with him we're supposed to suddenly like she sees him in the street and she's like oh hi and I'm like 
you didn't actually con him into anything. You haven't grown further like together. You didn't get to see him pretend to be a gay Italian man to try and get in your room looking for his disc. You, like you didn't get to do any of that because it didn't actually fucking happen. And it's like, you know, I go to bed at night or I write these stories because I wish things like this would happen to me. And this girl, like this movie is obviously like a distant reality and it's not actually real, but like somebody, a character is going through something and then to completely undo it by making a dream sequence okay I get that Shakespeare also used very similar things like the deus ex machina originated with Shakespeare that he would always say like if he didn't know what to do he was like oh the gods got involved okay whenever the gods get involved in Shakespeare's because he had no idea what to do next okay and that's what this was it was like oh like we don't know we're not smart enough to figure out how to make all of these happen into a beautiful color cacophony of a climax and so I am left literally it's like it's like the build up to a really good orgasm. And then we're just like, no, nope, we're done. No orgasm. Like like it's giving me blue balls or whatever the female equivalent is of that, because like, no, like, no, no, no. I was like, this is actually you know what? Like it's 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 a little raw. It's a little edgy. It's a little like it's a little unpolished, but I'm OK with that. Like it's it's fun and I'm with you. And then that fucking happened. And now I'm like, no, fuck this movie fuck this movie Tony like watched me when this happened and I was like this is fucking bullshit this is fucking bullshit this is fucking bullshit they had the capability of doing some things like somebody dying it's tragic we care about Antonio Banderas let him die so that I can cry over him I think I'm done sure are you sure yeah (laughs) (laughs) fucking bullshit okay it's fucking bullshit (laughs) see it's one of those ones where when she hit the water and I'm like, she's naked? The she's fuck naked. is going on? I know. I'm I did like, the same thing. I'm like, the fuck is going on? And then she pops out of the bed or the tub and I'm like, ah, oh, for fuck's sakes. Right? Like, it, that was an okay transition. But, like, the whole point was, like, I would have liked it better because I'm like, <laughs> the, the, here's the thing that this is what went through my head after she went over the hell, over the water. I'm like, she's going to have a hard time swimming in those boots. <laughs> very true ryan knows all about swimming in boots exactly because i'm thinking i'm like how are they gonna do this because the so the thing that i thought that may the only way that i could think of to do it is is if the guy from the bar sh- grabbed her like she like because they had she had the plan with the boat right yeah. she said it yeah she said yeah. it and he would have like it would have made more sense if the guy uh, if she got thrown over the edge and then she conned the other guy, like the guy in the boat showed up, grabbed her out of the water because he was waiting under the bridge. Right. Yeah. Because we saw the boat go under. Yeah. We didn't see yeah. him out the other side. Yeah. So like it would have been like, one of those things like... where that would have made more sense is like, oh, shit, the plans changed, but we got it worked you know, out. Right. It kind of right. Or she's, you know, now she's on the lamb again with no money. She's got nothing like it kind of. But that's you know, okay. Antonio, that's yeah, life. I, yeah, that would have been. But if they now think she's dead, then it makes her life a little easier, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, there were so many ways they could have just like pulled out an ace um, with the foreshadowing with the dude with his bow, with Antonio Banderas having a wire. Like, there's so many things they could have fucking played with. And I feel like, you know, it's kind of like how. Um, which movie was it that changed like all the writers like midway through or something? There was a, a movie. I can't. Movies. 
I know. Rounds. Okay. So I, I kind of feel like what happened was, is they did like 75% of the way and then the writing crew like quit and then a new writing crew came in and they were like, well, we don't know what to do with this. This isn't our story. So surprise, it was a dream sequence. Like yeah. wizards did it. It's the same like fucking writers who brought in the fucking polar bear and lost or some shit. Like just fuck. Like there's so many, like, if you were too stupid to come out with like an ending on this, why write it in the first place? See, I guess the question is 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 this the the ending they wanted? Would be a I'd assume question. because it was written and directed by Brian De Palma. Well, I'm wondering if maybe test audiences didn't like it and so they changed. It's kind of like how they changed Suicide Squad to not be focused on the Joker. Mm. And they had to like reshoot Squad. Well, Yes, mm. uh, the new one is better. Uh, the new yes, one. Yes, I have the new one. Re- yes, it's really better. good. Uh, but the one with Jared Leto, like um, that, like they just they they had to like reshoot it real fast because it was like, oh, and let's make uh, Enchantress the villain all of a sudden. Yeah, because we have enough shots of her and she's still available. Like, yep. Fuck off. So, anyways, I have. A yeah, it's here. curious because you know who knows. Like, I wonder what if this is the director's. You know, like what a director's cut would look like on this, mm-hmm. you know, was that, oh shit, we um, don't have, you know, we have to do this. Like you say it was deja vu right in the beginning. Um, but like, honestly, it like, or even would, hint that she has powers hint or that it would, she knows if it was, yeah. Like I almost would have liked it better if it was before the original heist. Mm-hmm. Right, like she woke like, up like the day of the heist or something. Yeah, the, if it started in the heist, like the day of um, something or, happened, like before any of this, because she knew that this whole thing was going to go sideways, right? Yeah. So or what if we on. have like we have the heist going wrong, and then her waking up, um, watching the movie on the screen that we have, and then the movie plays out, and you're like, well, what happened? Because that obviously doesn't happen, right? And you'd almost forget about it by the time the second instance happens. Yeah. Also, I'm just going to point out that literally yesterday and earlier this week, I watched uh, Madoka Magica and there's a character in there who has like time powers. And so maybe that's why I'm like hint that she has powers. Like there is no hint of it, but like, cause in Magica Madoka, if you watch, it's only like 12 episodes. It's really cute. And I really like it. It's really dark, but also, you know, so much fun. Like it hints at Hamaru having like time powers if you really look at it you'll see catches glimpses of it and i would have loved maybe something like that in here because then i would believe it then i would have been like okay like that makes sense i'm on board but like because we have no hint that that's actually what they aimed for it just feels really like shoehorned in it's kind of like um well in next like in star wars like it feels really like shoehorned in like they should have just stuck to the original jar jar binks being a sith lord like i'm into that the um uh or like in next like that's the whole premise yeah right like his whole thing is that he his whole thing is he can they can see into the future you know against his will essentially and and honestly Um, i didn't mind that ending i didn't really mind that ending per se because that was literally just his powers leveling up yeah, that well, that also like, fits the narrative of the understanding of the world, right? Exactly. This one like, is that just like that makes sense. It's a perfect twist because we already have that everywhere else. Yeah, it would have been, you know, or if she did wake up and she says, "Like, how do I know that this is?" and she pulls the trigger and it didn't shoot, would be like then she knows shit is much different. 
Yeah. Right. It's a different like like, timeline. Yeah. Right. Like, like just it, do it's almost something. like that she knows that it's different and she the choices she makes. Like, could you imagine if you were like in your house about to commit suicide and this random woman walks in and goes, you're going to get on a plane and you're going to meet a man and he's super sweet and you're going to fall in love. You'd be After like, bitch, you... why are you in my house? Yeah, number one, why are you in my house? Two, give me no, that... no, no, sorry, not a random one. A woman who looks almost identical to you. With yeah. blonde hair. With yep. blonde hair. And she's holding a gun. Or she took my gun away, and now and she's holding it hair. on me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, and she's holding it pointed at me. I've just lost my son and my husband, and some bitch is like, you're going to go on a plane and fall in love. Like, fuck you, bitch. You don't know anything about my life. Despite the fact that you look exactly like me. See, that well, was see. That would I'm be you scarier the after a bad hair dye. Because here's the thing is, is it'd be one me if they didn't look like me, I'd be like, fuck, you don't know me. It'd be, but if they look like me, I'd be like, are you from the future? Yeah. Are you me? Yeah. <laughs> is this back to the future? Like, but the thing is, is I don't even think I have such a dysmorphia about myself that I don't even think I'd recognize if I saw myself in someone else. I'd be like, you ugly fool. Am I in Looper? What happened? Childhood here? trauma. Yeah. Be like, All right, man, so- this fucking ugly man is pointing a gun at me. What do I do? Okay, listen, you have like the most glorious blonde hair in existence. I have if good Tony hair. If Tony was not here next to me, I would regale you with sweet nothings about that glorious hair. That's why I'm donating it when it gets long enough. I love that. That makes me want, like, run away with me, please. <laughs> no, you just want my hair. <laughs> no, I have my own damn hair. This is true. I have a lot of it. I sprinkle it like it's confetti around the house. All right. So uh, it's time for one thing I learned. One thing I learned while researching this film, which I didn't get to talk about in ah. this, uh, is that the gold and diamond snake jewelry that she's wearing at the very beginning of the film that the, the heist mm-hmm. is all about was actually made by the director's girlfriend. Cute. Uh, who's a, a who's it didn't a, cover her nipples very well, but cute. I don't think it was intended to cover her. Nipples I don't very think well. it was intended. I, that's true. That the either. French are really like liberal when it comes to stuff like that. Like they don't care. It's true. They're very much. They're not Which, very Puritan like we are. So saying that in the first scene when the, like it's like I'm like Europe's a lot more comfortable for this. So why are these guys all over this TV like the security guys mm. trying to get a look at this woman as a snake thing? It's like. It's probably because she's supposed to be like a famous person. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it's maybe. To see okay, a that makes more sense. Person's naked body versus like when you turn on the TV and they're like, "Ooh, happy juice." <laughs> All right. So, Natasha's, what's one thing you learned? Um, I actually had to look up my literary dictionary of uh, what classified as a femme fatale because I wasn't sure. Um, if this was actually a femme, like I started questioning whether this was actually a femme fatale, like halfway through. So I pulled up my, my literary dictionary and I found out that femme, like she isn't a femme fatale and that a femme fatale was described as this. And then it suggested the heroic seductress. And I was like, nope, this is definitely the heroic seductress. So I learned those two terms today and the difference between them. Cool. And Ryan, what about yourself? I don't know if I learned anything. I learned that that thing had, what, $10 million worth of diamonds, but she only got $4 million worth of them for them. Because that was the in the case at the end. That's yes. all that I learned. Well, that's her half. Oh, oh eight million. So eight million. It was 4.5. So they fenced the 10 million diamonds for 9 million. Oh, that's, that's pretty not good bad. then. That's, that's actually really good. Loss. Yeah, that's more than I thought they would have gotten. 
So over time, they had to fence it out for that. But um, I, yeah, right. I can't think of anything else I learned from this. Unfortunately, I learned mm. that I suck at French. <laughs> Still. Oh, d- oh, oh, okay. All right, and so Ryan, what would you rate this out of five, and why then? Uh, I think I'm going to give this a three out of five. I liked a lot of the, well, a lot of the con parts were really well done. Mm. The, um, I think the, the misdirections that they were posed in a lot of the areas. Um, I think she actually did a really good job as the con artist in this Antonio Mm -hmm. Banderas's Antonio Banderas. I think his actually role was insignificant proportionally to him being the second one. Like, I don't think he had much of a role other than showing Mm up. Um, I think still think he did a decent job on that. But the 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 um, fucking Deus Ex Machina crap um, kind of soured a lot of this movie, but I think still worth a watch. Uh, just for a lot of the setup and the play, I thought it was decent. Fair, Natasha. What would you rate this out of five, and why? I would give this a one point five, and I'm only being so generous. Because she's hot and I also love her confidence and her willingness to do basically whatever it is to be alive. Mm-hmm. Um, I love characters like Black Widow. So like I will always choose the morally gray, neutral alignment type characters. And so the only reason, because I, there's no redeeming the soundtrack there's no redeeming the deus, deus ex machina twist there's no redeeming the fact that this is total bullshit and they basically were like we have this setup for like i feel like it's like two different movies that they like smoosh together they have like this this you know outsmart them very intellectual game and then they all of a sudden but then they also have like the setup for like a like a like a psychic person and, and it's just like no like pick one please and just stay in that lane <laughs> So I just feel like it's really mixed matched. I feel like um, the writer who is the director and I, De Palma, whatever his name is, he could have benefited from a couple of uh, beta readers, maybe a couple of test audiences, like, or, you know, maybe look into uh, story writing uh, books and resources that tell you that uh, the number one trope of writing is don't use, it was all a dream. Because that's bullshit. 1.5 is very generous for me. I actually was ready for you to give it a one, so or lower. She's hot. Yeah, I honestly thought you were going to give it lower. She's so, hot. You know, you saying one point <laughs> five. I'm like, wow, Tasha's being generous. Uh, She's hot. I give it a two point five. Personally, I think it's it's a fun watch. Uh, the first time I watched it was years ago, uh, and I, I was laughing about it because I forgot so much about it because I'm pretty sure I watched it when I was like a teenager. So I was like, with hormone raging, with hormone raging, and I'm like, yep. damn, there's so many sex scenes in this. Look and at I the titties, titties, and like my brain just like <laughs> tuned over all of like the rest of it. Um, but it, it's definitely, it's definitely an interesting film, and I do think it has a lot of really cool visual storytelling to it. Um, and Tasha's making a face, but. I just know, I, I'm pretty sure if it hadn't ended on It Was All a Dream, if it had ended a different way, Tasha might actually have enjoyed it a lot more. Yes. Um, would... I, like, I was literally preparing to say if it had actually ended in a glorious, like, explosions or backstab or outsmarting the bad guys thing with what a nice little neat want? bow and whatever. Or she landed in that. I probably would have given it a four. The boat exploded. I and... would have given it a four. 
and then but you because, see her walk away. But because, like, it just, it just undid, like, the way I went in my rant where it, like, undoes all the growth that they do, it undoes my entire rating system so you get 1.5. <laughs> so anyway, all of our ratings together is 7 out of 15, which is 46%. That is much more generous than I would be. That's so, about where everybody else lies, though, right? Yeah. Ugh. So anyway, I'd like to say a special thank you to my guests, uh, Natasha in the bloodstained suit. Sacrebleu. <laughs> Uh, Ryan and his camo knee-high boots. Hola. Oh, gorgeous. Uh, and I have been double-crossed, and I'm your host. Sorry. Tony. Good night, internet! Bye! I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Flix X-Ray. If you've not already, please subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. And if you feel up to it, why not give us a review, too? We'd love it. For this episode's show notes, please check out the episode page at our website, FlixXRaid.com, and follow us on social media at the handle at FlixXRaid. If you'd like to sh- support the show, check out our merch on Redbubble.com slash FlixXRaid, or you can become a Patreon at Patreon.com slash FlixXRaid. Good night, Internet. And if you've enjoyed listening to our show, why don't you give this podcast a try? Movies are bombing all over the country. They are posing as movies you already know. They may be in your theaters, your neighbor's home, or even your own. Why are you doing that voice? I don't know. (coughs) I thought it made me sound cool. It doesn't. I'm Jason Bishop, host of the Invasion of the Remake podcast with co-hosts Sam Stepanenko and Trish Coughlin. Join us each week as we rotate talking about your favorite films and their not-so-favorite remakes. We'll also dig deep to find forgotten films that we think are more worthy of remaking, complete with our own fantasy casting. You can get all 130 episodes and counting on... Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, and all the best podcast providers, even... Frickin' YouTube. For the low, low price of absolutely nothing, join the invasion. Subscribe today. Or we'll blow up your planet.